Good morning. Really glad you're here this morning. Uh, Happy New Year. Hope your year's off to a, a really good start. We've been working and thinking things through as uh, as the pastoral staff has in terms of next year. I'm really looking forward to 2020 at CIV. This is a unique opportunity to say 2020 vision. Okay, hopefully it's not getting cliche as we go along, but hey, this is the only year we can actually say that. We have a 2020 vision for the year. But anyway, we've been looking as a staff at what we can do to accomplish our mission and the one focus that would bring things together and help us as a church body to move forward. And so I'm going to share that today in a, in a few minutes. I'm going to be talking about that. But first of all, I'd like to just stop and thank God for 2019. Let's not forget all the, that God has done in 2019. He has really blessed us as a congregation. I'm very grateful for what he's done. Um, just organizationally, as a church community, we've launched community groups. They're off to a great start. took us several years. We're, we've been launching things out of here. Uh, in 2007, uh, 20, I don't know how to, how to, 007, 22007. <laughs> We launched a, a church in Riverside, Orange Crest Community Church. In 2012, we added a campus in uh, Alhambra, California. They've now become a standalone church body. They, they've incorporated near the end of the year in December. And um, then we launched Ridgeview, and we moved. I mean, there's been a lot going on <laughs> for Church in the Valley. And... I'm, I'm grateful for all that God has done, but while we were, all the moving parts were happening, we waited on doing community groups again. There have been several years since we've done community groups, so it's great to have them moving again and rolling along, and I think they've been very helpful. We've also, we had the biggest event ever in the history of Church in the Valley, uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on. And then we had a fantastic Christmas service. We had more people than we did the year before and uh, many first-time guests. So it's – God, it's it, – he cares more about what we're trying to do here than we do. And he moves our hearts to get things done, to reach out through us to the people in our lives. And so I want to just stop and thank him. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you so much for the privilege of being involved in your work, in the ministry that you have given us. Thank you, God, for all those who work together to make this ministry happen here at Church in the Valley. Thank you for our church community. Thank you for all that you have uh, done for us in 2019 and in the years prior to that, God. You're, you're always working, and you're, 
The way it is, you, you make it good for us as we set our hearts to bless other people and to minister to other people and to do your will, God. You, you bless us and you make it good for us. We praise you, we honor you, and we bless your holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, when we're a part of a group... We have this innate sense that we need to represent that group. Um, I, I'm going to take some time to look at the backdrop for our 2020 vision this year. <clears throat> um, we're going to look at what the Bible says is the core part or a core part of a Christ follower's purpose in the world. And if you're a guest here today, then you'll get a sense of who we are, what we're all about as a church body. But I'd like to start off with a scene from the mayhem following this in the streets of Cleveland after the Cavaliers won the 2016 um, NBA championship. And I'd like you to watch this video and particularly pay attention to a move that the guy's making as he bounces around on the camera. So let's watch this together. Do you see that move? He's, he's holding... The name up. Does it say Cavaliers or Cleveland? Cleveland? Yeah, he's representing. We we got these are the words that go with that. We got to represent. Represent. That's what we we have this innate sense that when things are going well, we're representing our group well. This is the way it is. This is how it flows. The reputation of our city, our neighborhood, we grew up. It's all impacted by the way we represent. This is the reality for sports teams, uh, neighborhoods, cities, schools, countries. What we do reflects on them. And this is also true for Christ followers, maybe even more so. Because what you find in Scripture is we are ambassadors. We're ambassadors who represent Jesus to the people in our lives. This is one of the main purposes for life after you decide to follow Christ, to represent. In fact, this purpose is near the top of the list of why we live, if not at the top of the list. This is what God wants us to be about in our lives. Our assignment is to represent him well in our corner of the world where we live. This brings meaning to life. It brings meaning to the way that we relate to our neighbors, the way we do our work, how we build our family, And so we represent. Here's a passage from 2 Corinthians that talks about this. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 20. 
All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. Now, this, this is an amazing passage. And I'd like to stop and walk through the flow of what we see here in this passage. First, we've been reconciled to God through Christ. To be reconciled means to reestablish a friendship that's been broken. It's been disrupted. We were cut off from knowing God personally by our sin. We each, each of us individually have chosen to turn away from God, to try to live life independently from him. And that cuts off our relationship with God. But God didn't give up on us. He made a way for us to reconnect with him, to reconcile with him. And so we are reconciled to God through Jesus Christ's death on the cross. He paid the penalty for our sin. That's, that's what you see. That's what it's talking about here. <clears throat> Since we have been reconciled, we are given a ministry of reconciliation. <laughs> that's amazing. Ministry is another word for service. So this is our purpose in the world. The way we serve God and the best interests of the people around us is help them reestablish a friendship with God. Help the people in our lives connect. This is our ministry. This is what we as individuals, as Christ followers, this is what we're to be about. And this should be the fruit of what we're experiencing here in church life. We're... We're to help people know the way to be reconciled with God. So we have a ministry of reconciliation, and we've, we have a message of reconciliation. It's been committed to us. It's been given to us. And this message of reconciliation, it's, it's an amazing message of the grace of God, but it's not intuitive. You can't figure this out on your own. It has to be shared. This message, the gospel, the good news about Jesus Christ and why he came, has to be shared before it can be understood. We've been entrusted with that message. So we have a ministry of reconciliation. We have uh, a message that's been trusted to us of reconciliation, and that means we are ambassadors. Therefore, the scripture says, we are ambassadors. To be an ambassador means to function as representative of a ruling authority. Ambassadors represent. They, they represent their homeland, and this is at the core of our purpose in the world as followers of Jesus Christ. An ambassador aims to relate to others in a way that builds trust, 
to advance the cause of their home country in the place where they are. Ambassadors take initiative to make new friends in the country they're placed in to represent well their homeland. This, this is what life is all about. So our, our assignment as followers of Christ is to represent so that people will be more inclined, having known us, to listen to the message of reconciliation and take steps to be reconciled to God. That's, that's our purpose in life. What a, what a great purpose God has given us. I mean, God could communicate his message in any one of a million ways without us. But this is what he's done. He's, he's given us the ministry and the message of reconciliation so that we can share it. With the people in our lives. All of this is the backdrop for our 2020 vision as a church community. And I'd like you to look at the handout that's in your program, if you would. Um, this, this 2020 vision is based on the idea that God has put us where we are to make a difference in the lives of the people around us. This is what he wants us to do. Our assignment is to be ambassadors wherever we are. We're to represent. Our one focus for 2020 is this. With the Lord's help, we aim to see at least 125 new guests begin to experience Christ's life-changing community at CIV in 2020. This is, this is what we're aiming to do. This is our focus. You may be thinking, wow, that's a worthy goal. How, how can I help make that happen? How can I help with this? Here's how. To this end, as a church community, we aim to pray for our neighbors to discover Christ. We need God's help to do this mission. It's interesting. He gives us a responsibility, and then he promises the help. To pull it off. And we need to pray. We need to ask God to help us with this. Uh, so pray is the first thing to do. Pray for our neighbors to discover Christ. Meet 400 new neighbors. Each of us would meet four in 2020, roughly. Ambassadors make new friends. That's what we do. If we're going to be ambassadors, we make new friends. And then invite them to attend a CIV worship service. So that 125 first-time guests begin to experience Christ's life-changing community and then love our neighbor in practical ways to build trust. So this is our vision, what we'd like to see happen. We'd like to continue to see God reach through us, make his appeal through us to the people in our lives and include them in the church community. This is what we're asking God to do. So we, we aim to build trust after we invite and as we're inviting because we're, we're finding out that people will take an impersonal invitation to go check out a website. But now more and more in this day and time, it requires a relationship 
and some trust in order to go to a live event. (laughs) People are on their phones. That's no problem. People are on their computers. No sweat. They're on the Internet. But we need to be building trust. And that's how we become ambassadors as we're relating to people in a way that builds trust. So there it is. This is how. This is how you can help. Pray, meet, invite, and love. To accomplish this, we're going to focus on 90-day initiatives, quarterly initiatives that the staff will be working toward and organizing and helping to make these things happen so that... uh, we can accomplish this. So it's broken down into parts, our, our big goal. Um, and don't hold us to the 90-day thing. I mean, it's just, it's just a, a general idea. I mean, it may take a little longer, may not take as long. Um, but, but in the first 90 days of 2020, January through March, we want to focus on inviting to the New Year Big Day, which is next week. Um, finalize share teams in the community groups, and accelerate get-togethers. Here, here's a get-together. It's you, you have friends that you relate to that don't know Christ or they aren't involved in church. You have friends here in church that do know Christ. A get-together is when you have an event, a small event. It could be a very small event. And you bring those two folks together. You just, you, you invite them to something that allows them to connect. When you have friends who aren't in church and you want to get, help them get to know your friends who are in church, you have a get together. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, it took us a long time to come up with that. Get together. No, I'm, okay, I'm just having fun. Um, so anyway, uh, first 90 days, invite to New Year Big Day, finalize share teams, do neighborhood-specific get-togethers. The second 90 days of 2020, we want to invite friends and family to our Easter service. So in the first six months of the year, we'll f- focus mainly on organizing to pray and meet and invite and love our neighbors uh, by inviting them to join in on what we're doing. And then, of course, we're going to continue to do that. But in the last six months of the year, we're going to have some more uh, church-wide efforts to connect with our community. So the third 90 days of 2020, uh, we're going to conduct a sports camp, Lord willing, at Celebration Park to serve our community and connect. We aim to do another movie night to serve and connect with our community, and then we want to invite to the fall big day. And then in the fourth 90 days, um, possibly do a second movie night and invite to the Christmas service. So if you'd like to know how to help with our vision for this year, this is how you do it. Pray, meet, invite, and love. I'd like to invite Pastor Matt up who is going to be sharing some more specifics related to community groups and share teams we can do to help with the mission. Good morning. 
Uh, this fall, we had a big goal for our community groups. Um, we have some smaller groups that meet weekly here at Church in the Valley. They started in October, groups anywhere from 12 to 20 people. Uh, many of you are part of them. And we wanted to see over 100 of our regular attenders participate in groups. And uh, we blew way past that. That was great to see so many of you who joined uh, into our six community groups, plus our student ministry and all the activities that they do. And so some of you, uh, you're in groups now, and some of you, this is the first time that you've heard about community groups. Uh, Our community groups at Church in the Valley are a key way that we grow in our spiritual life, that we mature. Uh, It's in the community groups, as we meet with people regularly, um, that we are able to learn how to put into practice everything Jesus commands. Uh, Sundays like this are a special time. We, We get together, we get the chance to sing together and worship Christ We get to learn about what God thinks and what God loves and how he wants us to live our lives. But to actually learn to put it into practice in the day-to-day of your life, that's best done in a smaller group under the leadership of a mature uh, Christian who's uh, helping you and others alongside you uh, learn how to walk uh, and live out your faith. And so these groups have been a, a key thing in my own personal growth. Um, I've been a Christian for about 20 years. I became a Christian as an adult, and uh, a major area of my life where God has grown my faith has been being a part of groups and seeing what God is doing in other people's lives and being encouraged by how people are taking risks to really trust Jesus and seeing him come through when I didn't think he would. And it just really spurred me. And many of you have had that experience as well. And so uh, our community groups, um, they have been a key part of helping our congregation um, be unified, to love one another, and to serve. And that's another key part of being a part of a community group, is that it's an opportunity for you to love others. And uh, as we love other people, as we learn to love other people in all the ways that Jesus Christ loves us, uh, we grow. And that is an opportunity you have by being a part of a community group, learning how to love others and being encouraged by what God is doing in their lives and seeing God work in your lives. And as that's going on weekly, what happens is is you start to feel motivated to share and to share with other people. And this is what God wants for our church. Um, He wants to see uh, our community unified, encouraging one another, loving one another, growing in faith. And it's out of that that we're motivated to share. Uh, if you look at um, the, the first churches, like 2,000 years ago, and uh, the, the first followers of Christ, the apostles, as they wrote to churches like ours, and they described what God wanted a church to be, it's really a description of what we're talking about today. If you read Ephesians uh, chapter 4, it says, Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. The word instead is in contrast to the previous passage, which is a description of how most people live their lives. Most of us wander. We get distracted or stuck. We get caught up in fads or new philosophies or teachers. And it feels like we're going in circles, we're going backwards, or we're stuck. That's the experience of lots of people. That's why they make New Year's resolutions. In contrast to that way of life, Jesus Christ has come into this world so that we can actually begin to grow as we speak the truth in love to one another. And one of the practical ways you do that is by regularly meeting with people. And so at our church, we do that in our small groups. We do that here as well. It's not exclusively in our community groups, but it's a key place where you regularly meet with other believers 
hear the truth, and learn to put it into practice. The passage goes on to say that as each part does its own special work, he helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. And that's what I want, that's what I want my life to be, healthy, growing, and full of love. That's what you want your life to be. And that happens as we regularly meet, to get, meet together. Now, as we do that, it actually plays a key part in our 2020 vision. We want to reach out. We want to be ambassadors. We want to share the message with other people. But in my own life, there have been times when I'm motivated to tell my neighbors and my friends and my coworkers about God and his love for them and what he can do in their life. And there's times when I'm not. And the times when I'm not is when I'm isolated, when I'm not really learning to walk and trust God. And my faith is getting cold, cooling down. That happens. And as I've been a part of community groups, even when I'm feeling cool, I guess you'd say, and I see other people who are really trusting God and seeing him provide and protect and take care of them and direct them, it motivates me. It spurs me on to keep going. And as God works in my life and their life, I want to tell people about that. I'm an ambassador to something that is real. This isn't something I've made up. God is reconciling the human race to himself. He wants to be with them and love them. And I want to share that with people. And the more I experience that and the more I see other people experiencing that, the more motivated I am to share. I don't share out of guilt. I don't share only out of duty. I share out of gratitude and an excitement and a desire for other people to have what God has given me. And that's what you see as you read the scriptures. Again, another passage from another follower of Jesus, his name was John, writing to a church like ours. He described what motivated him to be an ambassador for Christ. He said, we saw it, we heard it, and now we're telling you so that you can experience it along with us. This experience of communion with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. Communion, friendship, relationship, reconciliation. We're experiencing the power and love and help of God in our lives, and we want to tell other people about that. And so part of our strategy is our community groups. As our community groups do what they're designed to do, it helps us to sustain our ambassadorship, our reaching out over the course of 2020 to our friends and our family and our neighbors. And so in our community groups, we actually have some teams that are called share teams. And some of you uh, in groups know about your, your share team leader. Each group has a share team leader, somebody in the group who's taken responsibility for, help, for helping um, move uh, the evangelistic effort forward, uh, organizing events for the group, uh, praying for friends and families and neighbors of the group. And uh, what we're going to be doing over the next month is putting together some share teams. And that is people inside of our community groups who want to join in and take responsibility for uh, helping the group be ambassadors, reach out. And so in our community groups, uh, over the course of 2020, we have a a big goal. We'd like to see our groups have 100 get-togethers. And like Randy said, I'm, I'm a Christian. I have friends who aren't Christians. I wasn't a Christian until I was 19. And the way I became a Christian, the way I learned about God's love, the way I first became aware that God actually cared about me and would actually want to come in my life was there were Christians who invited me to hang out with them. And there was something different about them, and I didn't know what it was. And over time, God worked in my life, and I'm here. And that's how it works. And so these get-togethers are simply a way for us to create a space for our friends, families, and neighbors to come and hang out. And so we'd like to have 100 of them. And it's nothing more than getting together and watching the Laker game or the Patriots lose, like last night. So, 
over for the Patriots. Uh, we want to have 100 get-togethers over the course of 2020, and we've already had a bunch in the fall. It's going very well. We'd also like to see 25 of our over 100 group members join the share teams, and that means I'm going to be uh, helping our group uh, do these things and reach out. And so uh, we believe that if, if we have more and more of our community groups taking responsibility for our goals in 2020, then what's going to happen is God is going to give us opportunity to love and meet and invite and share with the many people who live here. And God will save them and work in their lives the way he's done in your life and my life. And it's really real. And that's why we're ambassadors, because it's really true. And we want to share it, because it's the best thing ever. And so these community groups are a part of that. They're not the whole of it, but they're a part of it. And so I'd like to encourage you, if you're not in a community group, we still have room. You can still join a community group. They're open all year. And if you're interested in getting more information about what it means to be a part of community groups, just write it on the connection card, community group. I'll get in contact with you. It's a great place for you to grow, for you to see other people's lives being transformed by Christ, for you to experience the reality of God with us. And then out of that, out of the joy that comes from that and the the gratitude that comes from that, we reach out to others as ambassadors. That's how our groups are a key part of our 2020 strategy. Now I'm going to invite up uh, Pastor Thad, and he's going to share some more about what we have in store for 2020. All right, so I'm going to take a look through the New Year Big Rock calendar that is in your program um, with you. And um, we've really tried to design our programming for this next year in a way that will help us to accomplish the the vision that we have for 2020 that we've been talking about, to pray for, to meet, to invite, and love the neighbors around us. And there's a typical flow to church life at CIV, and we're trying to design that flow so that it, it's just simple and easy to invite people to join in on what, what's going on here at CIV. Uh, new message series. We do our messages um, in in groups of, of series um, with on specific topics to help us to dive deeper into a topic. But then um, also it, it it gives us this opportunity to invite our neighbors to come and hear about a certain type topic in the Bible. And so um, what we're we're doing is two weeks before a new message series, we have invitations, quarter invite, quarter page invites. Um, in your programs that you can use to invite your friends and family to join us. We also are doing donuts and coffee on the first Sunday of each series, um, just as a way, extra little invite um, to have people come. And then just give us a place to uh, enjoy each other after the service, get to know each other better, enjoy the community. Um, And then um, also uh, we have social media. That's a way you can invite people. Um, to Church in the Valley. Follow us on Instagram. You can find us by searching Visit Church in the Valley um, or Facebook, Church in the Valley, on, on there. Share a, an event when we post an event um, on there and invite your friends. You never know who's going to see it and who, can, who would want to, uh, to join us. On top of the new message series, we also have what we like to call big days. Now, big days aren't necessarily huge days of numbers of of people, um, but they typically are, um, because big days happen around times in the year where people are thinking about going to church. 
Um, we just had Christmas at CIV. That's an example of, of a big day. People are just thinking about going to church. We had 70% more people come on that Sunday than, than our average. Um, there's also times in the year where, where people are just thinking about going to church. Next Sunday is actually one of those big days. New year, new you. You know, you gotta make some self-improvements. Going to church can, can help with that. Uh, Easter. Mother's Day and mid-September are all other big days that we have. So on those big days, we, we try to um, do something a, a little extra. Um, we, like to get, we try to get the invitations out a month in advance so that we have time leading up to it to pray for, meet, invite, and love our neighbors. Um, another thing that we have going on this year is just some different events that we, we want to do together. Um, last, last fall, we had a movie night, and uh, Pastor Andy said it was our largest event we've ever had. Over 700 people showed up um, to the movie night at, at Celebration Park, and so we're going to do another one of those uh, coming up. And then we want to do a sports camp, uh, Ridgeview. Pastor Alex talked about Ridgeview Church doing a sports camp. Uh, we want to do one of those as well this summer to invite our community to um, get to know us through sports camp. We want to be a blessing to people uh, in our community. And these are some ways that we can do that, providing a nice family night uh, to go see a movie, providing a sports camp for people to come and have a, a really good time, and then inviting them to uh, church in the valley because we, we know that it's through a relationship with Christ that people are really going to get them the help that they need and that they, they want. And so... Those are some events that we have going on. We also have things called learning environments here at Church in the Valley. Um, the Bible is our guide at CIV, and we take the Bible seriously, and we want to take action on it. So we have learning environments to help us with that. Second Timothy three sixteen and 17 says, All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correct, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Learning environments give us opportunity to take a deeper dive into a a topic. And so on the 15th of February, we have a getting traction with your money learning environment coming up. And then on March 28th, we have a parenting workshop coming up. These are great environments to invite people to get a taste of what, what does it mean to follow Christ? What does it mean to have to take this Bible and apply it to my life? What's that going to look like if I make Jesus the boss of my life? So these environments are a great way to invite people to get a taste of what that looks like. And then also for, for us who are already Christians, already uh, believers, it's a great way to take a look at a, a part area of our life that we want to grow in and take action on what the Bible has to say. It's as we do that that God can really make his appeal through us. Not because we're making great decisions all the time, but it might be that God makes his appeal through us to people as we mess up. But we get it right. We make it right with them. We ask their forgiveness. Or it might be that we haven't made the best decisions in our finances, and now we're trying to do that. And God can be a light to people through us as we put into action the Bible. So our desire at Church in the Valley is really to 
Be a church that invites and includes people as we're, as we're doing these things. And so when the invitations start showing up in the programs, we just want that to be a reminder. Oh, who, who can I invite to this? Who can I invite to this learning environment? Which friend of mine would, would like to go to a financial uh, workshop? Or which friend of mine would like to go to that message series? Which friend of mine likes coffee and donuts? Which is hopefully everybody. So we want to just get in the habit of looking for these opportunities as they're, they're coming up. And so that's our plan uh, for, for this year. That's our vision for 2020 is to invite our neighbors to discover Christ through his life-changing community. We want to pray for them. We want to, invite, we want to um, meet new neighbors. We want to invite them. And then we want to love them as well. So let's all try to do that together to fulfill the vision that God has given for us. I'm going to call up Pastor Randy, and he is going to come back up and finish up the message. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, we've brought you into the huddle this morning, and we've talked about some of the plays we're going to be running over this next year. But if we don't coordinate, like you, you get into a huddle, the football team, you know, will some of you might watch some today, football. Um, they get in the huddle so they can coordinate what they're going to do next. And that's, that's what we've been doing. If you're a guest, um, hopefully you get a sense of what we're all about. This is what God's wanting us to do. And why we do what we do at Church in the Valley is because of what Jesus said in John 10.10. 10. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. What we've realized is if you accept what Jesus has done to be reconciled to God, your life changes from that day forward. Um, you have purpose. Your relationships, your family relationships and friendships grow sweeter over time. It makes us better workers. Your inner person grows stronger. You're able to find the strength within yourself because God is in you to give you the strength to deal with discouragement and depression. So this this is at the heart of our 2020 vision because as we include more people in what God is doing here at Church in the Valley, they're going to be blessed by him, by what he's doing here. So our 2020 vision as a church is with the Lord's help, we aim to see at least 125 new guests begin to experience Christ's life-changing community at CIV in 2020. And to this end, as a church community, we aim to pray for our neighbors to discover Christ, meet 400 new neighbors, each of us meet four roughly, invite them to attend a CIV worship service, and love our neighbors in practical ways. This You, you may have friends around you that aren't in church that you can invite. Maybe you don't have friends around you that you can invite. So as you're involved in the community, as you're out there doing life, I would encourage you to think about who you can connect with and help them become a part of what's going on here. Here, here are the places that we can have a ministry of reconciliation, places like the softball field, in the lunchroom at work, at a book club, in the classroom, or at the gym, 
and there's a bunch of places wherever you go basically we can we can have this ministry of reconciliation to build a bridge to share the message of reconciliation we can invite people here to hear the message of reconciliation so as a church this is what we're going to be about in the year ahead it's not unlike what we're all about anyway um, and I'd like to ask you to consider some next steps as I wrap up the message today. My next step today is to, this is one, could be start praying that I will meet new neighbors who need to hear about Christ. Or find a place to meet new people. Or join a community group. Matt talked about how helpful they are. Or join the share team in my community group if you're in one. Or invite a friend to the Right on the Money series launch next week.